today the world number one takes on the world number 16. No, it's not a pool game. This is the final of the Vitality Hockey World Cup here on the World Cup Daily. You are listening to the World Cup Daily. It's World Cup final time, John, and I'm uh, I'm getting on the green bandwagon. You're certainly looking a bit green this morning. You uh, you watched the game with a uh, an Irishman last night, didn't you? Uh, surname like Lee. Did I tell you my middle name's Seamus? Uh, no, I didn't. No, it's not, but um, it is now. Uh, what a fantastic evening of hockey. Um, boy, oh boy, mate, honestly, I'm... I'm flabbergasted. I'm astounded. I was in tears last night, and what that result means for Irish hockey is just astounding. And it's not over for them yet. No, one to go. Can they do it? We'll discuss that a little bit further and later. Of course, it's not the only thing that's one to go. This is the very last of the World Cup Daily podcast. It is. Um, thank you so much for everybody that's tuned in and listened along the way. Um, it's been a bit of a journey. <laughs> It has. <laughs> but it has. it's just been so incredible to to be part of this amazing World Cup. It's from, from woe to go. And I think if you listen back to that very first episode, John, when we tipped Ireland to make the final. That, Did we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh. tipped, tipped Ireland to make the final. <laughs> okay. Um, and, oh, you know, I couldn't, couldn't be prouder of uh, Minan from Cabra. Well, I, I tipped Spain to win the thing. They got close. Down to a penalty shootout. Let's have a look at that game, shall we? Did I tell you that my uh, my oh, great granddad used to be a drayman at Guinness? It's not a joke. He did. <laughs> he was a drayman at Guinness. Ah, oh, there's a lot of people who are going to be discovering their Irish heritage over the next uh, few hours, isn't there? There's a lot of people in Ireland discovering hockey for well, the very true. first time. I did see a tweet from somebody saying, uh, uh, "I've been waiting so long for this moment about three days." Uh, when I first saw my when I saw my first game of hockey, <laughs> yeah, well, it's the first final of any sort of a World Cup that the Ireland have played in any sport, isn't it? And men's or women's? Men's or women's. So congratulations to the girls. How did they get there? They got over the top of Spain in um, what I probably thought was both teams' best game of the uh, of the tournament. Uh, it, it ended in a shootout, unfortunately, uh, one all at full time. Neither team could quite get that goal that they needed to send them through, and it came down to the shootout, and it was the Irish that held their nerves. Now, of course, Ireland took the the early lead in the first quarter with Anna O'Flanagan on on three minutes. I think we mentioned her yesterday as a player to watch for the game, and we if, did. if she uh, she was firing, then they'd go wow. Um, uh, Deirdre Duke was superb in the forward line, four shots, three circle entries. Um, Shirley McKay, oh geez, all of those girls are absolute heroes, fantastic. But someone's got to lose the game, haven't they? They do, and it got to that shootout, and um, they they went two all at the end of the regular five shoots. Uh-huh. Uh, went to the sudden death. Uh, Gigi Oliver couldn't repeat her performance from earlier in the shootout where she'd scored and missed, and then it was up to Gillian Pinder. And uh, she's come through and scored the winning goal for the Irish. Little note on the uh, the Spanish equaliser in that um, shootout. Oh. Lola Riera, I think it was. What a great shot. Uh, um, nudged close to the keeper, nudged close to the keeper, and then scoops it up oh. and over, and it just dropped into that corner and bounced over the line. Oh, here we go. Yeah, um, it was awesome. You know, and that and th- it was. That that was just the epitome of the game. That you know, that's yeah. how it went. It ebbed and flowed. The Spanish came very hard oh. late on. Um, I think everybody thought that they were going to nick something, 
and uh, the the Irish managed to, managed to hold them out. Just you know, amazing scenes. And once again, uh, the goalkeepers from both teams were outstanding throughout the game. Um, Aisha McFerrin for the Irish yep. and Maria Ruiz for the um, for the Spanish. Uh, fantastic work from both of them. And that continued into the next game as well with the goalkeepers. But we'll get on to some stats. Um, quite surprising, this circle entry is 21 to 13 in favour of the Spanish, but shots on target 9 to 7 in favour of the Irish. The Irish also had five short corners, and surprisingly, Spain had none. Uh, possession pretty much 52 to 48 in favour of Spain, but you know that's a very small difference in the scheme of things. Look, you've got to look at if you asked Aidy Locke and the the Spanish coaching team there at the start of the tournament, how would you fancy a fi- uh, um, a semi final? Uh, I think they'd be taking it. A semi final and getting 21 circling. Yes. <laughs> How do you think you'd be going? You'd think, Phew, a good chance to win that game. Wasn't to be, unfortunately. But, you know, that was their downfall. They played a lot of hockey together, as we heard from Graham Shaw yesterday over the years and, and quite recent years, and that just shows how close that game was and how much they, how well they know each other. Um, and uh, just following the Twitter after the game, look out for Graham Shaw appearing on Andrew Wilson's podcast very soon. <laughs> Someone floated the idea, and Andrew's right onto it, and that would be a really interesting interview. <laughs> Uh, well done to all of them and they they do seem like they're good mates and that's fantastic the whole camaraderie that's going on amongst all of that you know serious competitive stuff they yeah. still have time for that sort of thing but fantastic dare, dare to dream for the Irish mate it's in front of them and it's in front of them against the Dutch who got over the top of Australia in another shootout this was the best game of the tournament hands down uh, the Australians really really did take it to the Dutch um, the, the Dutch scored uh, in the first half. They went to a, a half-time lead of 1-0, kept that lead going in t- at the end of the third period, and the Australians managed to pull one back in the 54th minute and held on to force it to that uh, penalty shootout. So Kelly Yonker got the goal for the Dutch on 22, and then Georgina Morgan popped up with the equaliser with six minutes to go. And, uh, you know, penalty corner, fair to say. It was a pretty well-taken penalty corner. Um <laughs> When you, when you look at the, some of the stats from this game, <laughs> Netherlands, 33 circle entries to 18 for Australia, 20 shots on target to 9. Uh, they had 55% possession to 45%. Surprisingly, Australia had six penalty corners to the Dutch five. Um, there was three in quick succession to open was. up the game, wasn't there? <laughs> yeah, there was. And uh, we thought, oh, they're in. This is their chance to take the early lead and really put some pressure on the Dutch. Um you know, when they did score, people were probably thinking, here we go, they're away with the game now, but Australia held on, and the way that they pressed the Dutch was just fantastic. It was a thrilling game. Good um, games from Catherine Slattery, I thought. Jodie Kenny, um, you know, probably one of the best players in the tournament. She, she's been she's absolutely superb throughout. But player of the game was, of course, Rachel Lynch. Who was outstanding. Yeah. Now, how about we listen to some of the players that played in those games? Is that a good idea? <laughs> That's a good idea. Did we not work this out before the yes, show? Yes, we did. Well, well, let's first, let's hear from Rachel Lynch, because we just mentioned Rachel. Yeah, we're really proud of the girls. We knew it was going to be a really hard match, and um, we had to put our best performance out there, which we did. You know, we didn't just match it. I think we nearly got them at the end in the fourth quarter, and to give ourselves the opportunity of one-on-ones, you know, that's all we can really ask for, and unfortunately for us, they were a bit better today, but I'm just so stoked the girls, you know, we've got a young team, and they just played really well. They uh, they did get out-bustled in that 
not out bustled in that, that shootout. I think that inexperience probably showed through a little bit. The Dutch were very clinical doing their shootouts, their, their shots, and I think there was a little, a little bit of nerves perhaps in some of the Australian girls, but it's understandable, and they're only going to grow. I think there were some nerves from some of my neighbours as well. I'll apologise for the noise that was coming out, <laughs> coming out of the kitchen last night. <laughs> oh, look, we also uh, managed to get some some audio out of thanks to our mate Taya McLeod there of the Australian captain Emily Smith and she was more than proud of her uh, her team yeah obviously a very tough opponent and we knew we'd have to play out one of our best games of our career and I'm really proud of the girls for fighting the whole way through you've seen the Dutch go through this tournament absolutely dominating teams and for us to stand up and you know show that they had an opponent today was something that I'm really proud of and to fight the whole way and get that goal at the end obviously shootouts um it's never a nice way to lose and you know it's kind of against what we did the other day we got the win and you know someone's got to be on the losing end of that and credit to our goalkeeper Rachel Lynch who had an outstanding game kept us in it right to the death and then also in the shootouts um you know made some remarkable saves to keep us in it and uh Emily wasn't the only person that thought that Rachel had a fantastic game this is uh Kitty Van Maal from the Netherlands. Yes, yes, it's very tough. I think Australia is very good. They are defending very well. Uh, their goalkeeper is uh, amazing. Uh, she's great. Uh, but I think that uh, in the end we had to be smarter. Uh, and we didn't. So then you make it a very tough game. Uh, but yeah, credits for the goalie and uh, Australia. They are defending very well and they are a good team. But uh, I'm happy that uh, we won. I bet they're happy they won because that's uh, the most pressured they've been all tournament. And uh, yeah, they, only real test. Uh, they showed their class when it mattered. They they pulled it out, which is and the Australian girls should be immensely proud of what they've got to. I said before the tournament, a good result for them would be quarterfinals. Yeah. Uh, they've got to a semi-final. They should be really stoked with yeah. what they've managed to achieve. And lost out by a hair's breadth, you know. Oh, just. Uh, we will be hearing, hearing from Carly and Dursk van den Heuvel very soon, but it's more in relation to the game coming up today. So what we might do is go back and hear some of the uh, responses from the first game. First up from Maria Lopez uh, from Spain, from the losing side of things. Uh, you'd imagine they'd be feeling a little bit down. I feel really sad because it was our chance to be in, uh, in our first final in our history, so it's a really sad moment for us. And they've put a great deal of effort into this tournament, the Spanish. You know, I made a tweet before the game. In any other World Cup, we would be sitting here marvelling at the efforts of the world number 11 ranked team yes. to get to a semi-final of the World Cup. And uh, credit to the Irish, they've captured everybody's imagination. And the Spain sort of got left behind a little bit, but well done to the Spanish team. Yeah, incredible effort for them to get as far as they did in the tournament and, and put on such a great show. Um, yeah, just it's it's fairy tale stuff, mate. I'm honestly, I'm I'm just beaming and I'm in awe of the quality at this tournament. Well, I reckon your household wasn't the only one with loud noises emanating from <laughs> last night or yesterday afternoon, depending on where you happen to live. Uh, someone else who was very excited was Elena Tice. We literally were just staring at each other like, what is going on? We have absolutely no idea. Like, this is beyond our wildest dreams, I think. And we're just, we're just, we're shook. We're actually shook here, so. Uh, lads, 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 what is going on? Uh, and have a listen to Alison Meek. 
Who's more scared of whom? The Dutch or the Irish? <laughs> That's a good question. At this stage, I don't think we have any fear. We're just going to go out there. You know, we're going to enjoy the game and, and we're going to absolutely respect whatever team we come up against. You know what I mean? It's a World Cup final. Go out there, enjoy the experience. They don't come around often whatsoever. So. It was interesting after the game, Graham uh, Shaw's comments about uh, playing the Dutch. And he said, we've been trying to play the Dutch yes, for about yeah. three or four years and they won't play us and yeah. now they have to. <laughs> So uh, I, I think the Irish, you know, if they go back through that tape of the Australian game again and, and really analyse it and have a, they're a, a good shot at, you know, all the pressures on the Dutch. No one is expecting the Irish to win. No, no. And look, you know, with, let's well, let's do a prediction now. Ireland four nil. Oh, five. Five nil. Uh, no. I was just thinking one, <laughs> one for each leaf on the clover. Let's just have a listen to Anna Flanagan because she sort of brought things back down to earth a little bit. What was the game plan? To just go forward, and and we knew we could we could outplay them if we just kept moving the ball, kept moving the ball. We wanted to do that. We wanted to keep running off it and get ahead of the play. And and, and I think we got caught a bit static maybe in the second half. And you know it was hot out there. We've played a lot of games, and you know the emotion of this tournament has been incredible. So so yeah, maybe we just didn't quite execute the game plan as well as we did in the first half. But um, look, we're here now, and I don't I don't think we're going to look back. <laughs> I think Anna has got ahead fairly. If you hear all of that audio that we we got, she uh, she was very calm and collected about the whole thing. Um, a lot of her teammates were just over the moon, but obviously she's well. You picked her as being the goal scorer, and you watch her out on the field. She is a very calm and collected player. Yeah, I'm just yeah. All, all of the girls. I don't know what to say anymore, John. This is the very last show of the World Cup daily, um, and we've um, we've brought you the action every single day for this. Today is now show number sixteen, and it's been such a thoroughly enjoyable um, tournament. And uh, I'm, I just can't wait for the the final games coming up tonight. So obviously, we the first game up, we've got oh no. I've, I've, well, no. Let's talk about that game first up at Spain versus Australia, the third fourth game. Uh, probably skips under the radar a little bit, but uh, it's interesting when you talk to Olympic athletes and people like that, they often say that um, winning the bronze medal feels better than winning the silver medal because when you get a bronze, you actually win a game. Yeah, yeah. When you get a silver, you've lost the game. Yeah. So yeah. it's a completely different feeling, and, and winning bronze can be preferable to some people. That's, you know. Yeah, a tough one for both I of those sides. No, I've never got close to one. <laughs> Yeah, a tough one for both of those sides to pick themselves up yeah, uh, the yeah. disappointment of not making the World Cup final uh, but they've got to go and do it all again and I think it's going to be a cracker game uh, I, I'm going to tip Australia I think what we saw of them over here uh, at Christmas time I think um, the Australians will probably get it done and especially if they continue playing like the way they did against the Dutch if they bring that game again the Spanish are going to find it very difficult Yeah. Um, just before we get on to the final because uh, we apparently tipped the uh, Irish to win 5-0 Callian Dursk van den Heuvel had this to say about who she thinks might win it have a listen biggest test so far Uh, yeah I think so yeah I I think against England we played a better match Uh, today we were a little bit less and then you see that this is the thing you know you know we're the number one in the world and everybody's saying like oh you're being amazing but we need to work really hard to play good as well. You know, if we play on, on 95%, everybody can beat us. We have to be 100%. And, and if we are 100%, I trust my team I, and I, I believe that we can win this. But if we don't play on 100%, everybody can beat us. Anybody can beat us. So they've got their feet 
fairly firmly planted on the ground, I would think. Yeah, that's it. Well, they got got back to the hotels last night, had their team meeting, something to yeah. eat, eight hours sleep, and they'll be waking up just like you, ladies and gentlemen, looking forward to a World Cup final later on in the day. And if you're waking up, my Matt Allen, you'll be looking forward to it, but from a very reclined position. <laughs> I may have to get a nana nap in at some point today. <laughs> now, of course, it's another warm day there today at, uh, in London at the Lee Valley Hockey and Tennis Centre. Yep. 30 degrees expected. Um, and we saw yesterday with the warm weather that it you know, really does take it out of the players and they've got to go and do it all again today, in it? Seriously, how do you think this will go? <sighs> Anything can happen. It's a one-off game on the day stuff. You get to a final and strange things happen in players' heads. Um, it could go either way, really. I mean, you'd expect the Dutch to win, but I'm just hoping the Irish go out there and, at the very least, take it right up to them. Look, it's already a fantastic story it is. for hockey and world sport. Um, just, just to let you know, I've... Um, Already got the uh, the script half written oh, for, for the movie, sort of you know a cross between and know cool runnings and lock stock and two smoking. No, I'm not just do I get to play eighty lock? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> okay, we're in. I'll get you a cap, mate. Okay. <laughs> um, sorry, well, I'm a, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I'm in He's bits. Excited. This He's I'm in bits and I'm excited. He's Oh dear me. Now, of course, a few thank yous, John, from along the way with the tournament. Yeah, a lot actually. Yeah. Taya McLeod, absolutely superb. The the interviews Brilliant that stuff. He's, he's brought to us from the mix zone there every single day. He's uh, he's a good lad, and we've really enjoyed it. And we're probably going to bring out a little highlights tape of some of yeah, uh, we'll Taya's we'll stuff. Yeah, we'll try and organise. Time has been of the essence recently, so we'll try. Although my favourite quote from Taya during the um, the whole tournament. Yeah. Apart from how do you beat the Dutch? Apart from bashing them with a stick in bed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Now, of course, Teo is there with the Hockey Family, our partners in bringing you the World yeah. Cup Daily. Don't forget, you can follow the Hockey Family on every social media, all at the Hockey Family. You can go to thehockeyfamily.com and you'll find all of Teo's match reports there. There'll be some more stuff coming up over the next couple of days, team of the tournament and all that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, we, of course, won't be bringing you a show after the, the World Cup final later on. So that's this it is the for the World one. Cup Daily. Uh, but we will be back in action this week with the reverse stick the global hockey podcast like Thursday. I said before a little bit more long form than the, the, the 20 minute shows that we're getting out for the oh, World we'll Cup Daily we'll do a full wrap and go through teams and we'll, that's that it. Sort we'll stuff. so much to bring you in the show that yeah not only the World Cup we've got to talk about Masters World Cups oh, we've got to talk it's there's four or five tournaments the, the CAC, CAC games yeah. and all African that sort of youth stuff and all sorts of things but and yeah. of course Thanks to Taff Armour too. Yeah, thanks to Taff ta- and the hockey family. Sorting it all out. Well, Taff's been on the ground there working with the hockey makers, looking after yeah. the volunteers, and what an amazing job they've done through the tournament. Thank yep. you so much to the hockey makers and all the volunteers that have been involved. Well done to the umpires, the officials, um, everybody behind the scenes, the commentary team. Oh, yeah, the coverage has been great. How was the spider cam? Some of that footage was great last night, yeah, too. it was great to see. But nobody nobody tried to throw the overhead, John. No, they didn't. Probably I'm, a bit high up. Yeah, they might have been told that they'll be getting sent the invoice if that lens cracks. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, of course, thank you to all the players. Oh, what? absolutely. Without them, the tournament wouldn't have happened. And it's been a great tournament. I mean, yeah, I, from where to go. I'm not sure that the standard of hockey was always at the greatest it could have been, but the games were intriguing. Uh, the results were certainly all over the shop, and you could never pick. How hard was it to tip a winner in this contest? 
Oh, well, the pollsters got it wrong probably on about 80% of the games. <laughs> yeah, um, that's right. Yeah, just p- pure upset after upset and uh, just brilliant for our game. Any more thanks? We've got a few more because we've got to wrap this up. Um, thanks to everybody who got involved in our sweepstake, the yep. listeners out there. Um, who have we got going through to the final here, John? Let's have a little look. Uh, the Netherlands is Ben Hughes and Ireland ben. is Stephen Broadfoot. So, Whoa. Ben and Stephen... Good luck in the games later on. I'm sure you'll be cheering on your uh, your new nations. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, thank you to everybody that's listened. Thank you to everybody that's got involved on social media, retweeted and liked some of the stuff that we put out there. Of course, you can follow us on social media, on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, all at The Reverse Stick. Yeah, and a special thanks to Mrs. Lee and Mrs. Allen for uh, putting up with us for the last 16 days. Some slightly unsociable hours and yes. uh, quite a lot of hockey being watched. Yeah, uh, my missus is a top quality notch expert now, she reckons. She's been listening to me rabbit on for two weeks. Um, thanks for uh, not hearing any crash balls last night. Oh, I yeah, didn't, brilliant. Didn't spot one, hashtag crash ball. I'm really pleased that we've managed to, to uh, coach the commentary team out of that. Does that mean we're having a positive impact on the game? I think so, mate. Oh, good. Yeah. Were there enough celebratory moments? Oh, there was plenty of celebratory moments, and there's going to be a big celebratory moment tonight if the Irish get over the top of the Dutch. Now, if you've managed to get a ticket, I imagine the Ryanair flights are full up today, flying into <laughs> London. Uh, but if you've managed to, to, to get a ticket, have a fantastic day. Don't forget to go and see the Hockey Museum. Don't forget to subscribe to Hockey World News. Go and buy some gear. Um, yeah, it's going to be an amazing day for hockey two fantastic games coming up and uh, I mean this is it for us John over and out from the World Cup Daily Um, good luck to the Irish yeah good luck to the Irish and everybody that's out there listened and supported us during the last couple of weeks thank you thank you very much bit of an experiment but we think it's been a success and we like to think for the big major tournaments like World Cups we'll be back again and doing it again that's right if you know a sponsor Yes, please, let us know. That it could ease our pain a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's a pain that my missus certainly wants eased. Thanks, mate. It's been a pleasure. Fantastic, mate. And look look forward to doing it again. And I'll see you next week for the Reverse Stick, you the will. Global Hockey Podcast. See you all. Have a great World Cup final. <laughs>